Microphone check. One, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. The Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. What is up, family? Today, I am joined by a incredibly special guest by the name of Luca, a multi-talented artist from Memphis, Tennessee, that both raps and produces, who is the creator of one of the absolute best albums of the year in When the Black Hand Touches You. So getting a hip to getting hip to Luca's music has honestly been one of the best things to happen to me in 2021. As Luca is wise beyond his years, giving us lots of food for thought, along with a lyrical ability that is just absolutely top notch. So, Luca, welcome to the show. Man, appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me on, King. With me down the rabbit hole and swim through the swamps. But for you and them 12 niggas, I got a 12 gauge pump. Pepe Le Pew won't be the only motherfucker that's scum. And we some South Memphis hitters, we lock niggas in trunks. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I appreciate you chopping it up with me. Like I said, Finding your music was such like a jolt of energy to me. I was like, holy shit, how did I not hear about this guy? And I'm like, oh, you have been music from 2018. That's crazy. And that's good too. Like, like I was just listening yeah, to Chicken Wire in the shower just now. Like, it's good thank shit. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a long time coming. It's, it's mad music before that, but Chicken Wire was kind of the reinvention. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, thank you, bro. Yeah, those are my favorite two albums thus far that I've done. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to get into that right into how did you start making music? And since you are both a producer and a rapper, which aspect of the craft did you get into first? It was it was um the MCN aspect first. Um MCN has um been in me since I was like maybe seven um uh, moms will put me on dmx dr dre you know what i mean i'll go to school and hear groups like crucial conflict and i'm like yeah i want to do that you know what i mean so it started as a toddler man um or a child you know what i mean but the producing came like um funny story i was part of this group called mike runners mm-hmm. um it was me one of the homies back from the neighborhood named b-mock at the time and um, a guy you'll see me with and here on his next project. Oh, he was on Chicken Wire as well, Sunny Cats. Oh, okay. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's my cousin. So um, we were part of this group, and in middle school, we couldn't find a person who produced beats. So finally, um, my pop, he had a friend who had a friend who was making beats on a PlayStation 3 or something like that. And, uh, yeah, he was, yeah, he was making beats. And um, he... um. Gave us a disc. This is back in the days when everything was on discs. Um, and he gave us a disc. We'd pop it in and we'll start bumping it or whatever. So we wrote to the whole beat tape. And so we weren't supposed to do that. We even recorded to it because we thought the beats were just given to us. We know we had to like spend mad money at the time to yeah. use the beats and all of that. So we went through that. Um, we went through that. And my cousin, Sonny Cass, he was a good piano player. I took some piano lessons, but I wasn't as ill as he is. And so finally, man, he was just like, look, man, I heard about this Fruity Loop, um, this Fruity Loop program, man. We can make our own beats. And we started making beats when we were like 11, 12. And it was up from there, man. But MCing first, then producing, for sure. And so listening to your music uh, and speaking to other people that I know have really come to love your music, Scarface is an artist that seems to come to mind when people hear your music. So I wanted to know, was he or anybody else in general key inspirations to, to your art? 
that's my second favorite MC. He's on my wall right there, along with my top three. That's Nas, Pac, and Face back there. Um, <clears throat> Nas being my number one, Face being my number two, Pac being number three. Um, my 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 father put me on Face. That's my fa- that's my dad's favorite rapper. Um, I heard about him through Ghetto Boys, but my dad kind of like. You know what I'm saying? Took me down the rabbit hole of to his catalog. You know what I mean? And I was just like, man, this cat's deal. You know what I'm saying? Um, Nas, my uncle from Chicago, he put me on Nas, man. And um, when I heard Nas, man, it kind of fucked me up. Oh, I can cuss on it, right? Oh yeah, go ahead. All right, cause just make sure, just make sure. Yeah, Nas kind of fucked me up because um. I've heard Slick Rick, of course, you know what I mean? Slick Rick could paint a, a paint a vivid picture, but the way Nas was doing it with his wordplay, and I don't know, man, I was just mind blown, you know what I mean? I was just like, I don't think it's going to be a cat that'll ever do it like him or better, you know what I mean? So, and Pac, um, my mom's kind of threw Pac in the mix, you know what I'm saying? So, mind you, I, I heard these cats when I was like, between eight and ten, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I just fell in love immediately. Um, Face is the king of the South, man. I feel like he doesn't get his just do a lot of props like he should, but yeah, he he's the god of the South. Like he he paved the way for people like me, you know what I mean? Down south, you know. So big ups to that guy. Yeah, I hear I hear a lot of face in you. I also hear it in different ways, but just that. I think the key thing is that that knowledge that that real life puts you in a like a situation that maybe obviously like me I'm not familiar with but gives you that emotion like I think a lot of rappers are really good at telling you stories that really interesting whatever but it's very rare that people give you how it felt and like what it made them feel like in their mind and everything and I think that's what separates artists like you face and also artists like big crit I don't know are you are you fan of crit yeah, I fuck with Crick too. Yeah, I like a lot of Chris old stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a I'm a big fan of Crick for sure. Word, word. So so having sold out all the vinyl for not only when the black hand touches you, I know you you put up uh, chicken wire on wax and that that sold out very quick. So um, establishing a relationship with Fuck Rap, uh, what has been the biggest key to your success cultivating such a dedicated audience so far? It's word of mouth, man. Like. You know what I mean? Instead of my music being forced down your throat, people find it. It's almost like a gym. And then they tell their other friends, like, hey, I found this gym. And then it just keeps spreading, which is the way I like it. You know what I mean? Because that's how you, like, get those core fans that's going to ride with you to the end. You know what I mean? So, like, it's basically, man, my, my, my recipe is word of mouth. That's how, I've been, that's how I've been maneuvering for a while. You know what I mean? And it's and 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 the numbers on IG, you know what I mean, don't really tell the story. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But there's people out there for sure that love it. I mean, the vinyl sold out, you know what I mean? From my yeah. from myself and from fuck crap. So man, um, it's just a sacred thing, you know what I mean? When you can find the gem, it's almost sacred. And it and it, it, and it, it remains, it remains amongst the the true heads, you know what I mean? The true heads. If it gets to the other the other people, I would love that too because I feel like I got something to say to them that they could, you know what I mean, vibe with or relate to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's just word of mouth, man. You know what I mean? It'll, it'll eventually get around bigger. You got to be patient. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I noticed about a lot of like the recent Southern artists that I've I've come across it seems like the south really reps its own more than even like I'd think other coasts maybe because those coasts get because I'll just say it I feel like people still have a stigma to this day of uh southern artists and have a certain kind of uh what do you call it stereotype and I feel like I've always noticed that the southern MCs have so much love from their hometown and like I know your hometown's Memphis like has it been was it just a matter of being in the community too that people just really really knew got to know you and just fuck with you on a personal level so to be honest my city is kind of behind with me because of the style i do mm. you know what i mean i don't know if it's 
it's accepted, but it's not frontline accepted. You know what I mean? So, which is cool. Um, people will catch on, you know what I mean? But the underground scene respects it and loves it. I was around the underground community, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Versus like what um, the push I see in the, the mainstream community. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, the, um, the underground community for sure. You know what I'm saying? Shows mad love and support, but like it'll eventually get frontline. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how it all, Memphis is like that. You know what I mean? It took A-Ball and MJG to go to Texas. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um, so, it, I mean, that's Tila. He went to Texas. You know what I mean? So sometimes you got to leave in order for the people to see you. Well, I didn't do that. I decided to stay and just work, you know what I'm saying, the hard way, which is cool. It'll pay out the end. Yeah, I'm I'm always I'm always telling other people when I put you on in their music, uh, your music that I don't really have much doubt. I don't know where that that end end game will end up being, but I have no doubt that this won't this won't just go downhill from here. It's only going to go up. So like, you, I see like there's so many things that other fans that maybe don't care about Southern and music in any particular way, but just fuck with lyricism or even fuck with the sound. And that's actually my next thing I wanted to get into is, uh, you know, linking up with, with cities of Eve uh, fellow Memphis artists that by the way, to those listening, released a ridiculous album just recently Thanks. that I, I'm totally Classy. fucking with. And it's very experimental and that left field. And I see that as a pretty important relationship for you because that feet, that left field sound certainly bleeds into your music as a frequent collaborator with him and leads to a sound that we just touched on is not consistent with what people stereotypically think Memphis sound uh, is. So how did you guys meet and how have you both been able to push each other to to new creative heights? Well, man, we met at a show. I don't know how, why we were on the same show. It was at a spot called a Smoking Caterpillar. It was an underground little hole in the wall performance spot. You know what I mean? And um, I saw him get off stage and I, I was just looking like, damn, who is this guy? This dude's ill. You know what I mean? And then vice versa, I got off stage. It was kind of um, a, of a, it was kind of a, a mutual thing. We walked up to each other. We were like, yo, we need to work. And he was like, bet I hit you back when I get from Mexico. I'm going to be in Mexico. I'm like, all right, cool, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So it took like like a week. I think he was going for a week. You know what I mean? Then he, he, he came back in town and hit me. And it was up from there. I mean, I was still in South Memphis. I was still in the old neighborhood. And um, my mom's was, she, 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 Came up, her and my auntie came up with the money to put a studio in the attic. You know what I mean? Real poor man studio. And that's where me, people like Sunny Cats, you know what I mean? Cities of Eve, that's where we molded the, you know what I mean? Molded together mm-hmm. and like molded the styles, you know what I mean? Like Gavin, had, Cities of Eve had his own thing, you know what I mean? But I feel like when he came to South Memphis and we was, we called it the attic sessions, you know what I mean? It was, it was a different type of thing for him and it was a different type of thing for me to hang around a person like him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of people look at us and be like, yo, how do y'all coexist? I'm like, I mean, we be the same person just from two different backgrounds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you listen to a lot of the shit that Gavin says, I say the exact same thing just in a more way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Gavin, Gavin is more like introspective. I'm introspective as well, but he's more like I can't describe that guy's style, but I know it when I hear it. You know what I mean? And me and him, we sit up and rap all the time. We just be like, yo, I feel the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just yeah. say it differently. He say it differently. That's all. Yeah, I feel like he speaks in like, he gives you moods and, and aesthetically it's different, but the, the end message is very, like, they're very connected and like part of the exactly. same world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's my, that's my boy. And um. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, us being together, like, just motivated us. I mean, we, we, it's a lot of stuff that Gavin wants to say that he won't say, but I'll say it on my records and vice versa. So, you know what I mean? It's it's kind of like what people would consider to be weird from, from him. You know what I'm saying? I would say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And vice versa, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like that brought us 
that I feel like they tightened our bond because we were like, yo, I'll pick up. You know what I mean? You pick up, I pick up. Because I'm going to say it. And I know you're going to say it. You know what I mean? And we just push each other, man. We always calling each other, spitting bars to each other. You know what I mean? Just like, yo, how they sound? You know what I mean? Or, and just, all right, just going on the next project. Oh, no, this need to go on the next, next one. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's kind of how me and him maneuver, man. We just push each other all the time. So your production work, as well as the work from the producers like like Cities of V, but also Hollow Soul or Hollow Soul. Like, tell me if I'm saying any of these names wrong, by the way. Um, Hollow Soul. Hollow Soul. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's actually he actually he's actually the one who engineered the whole project. Yeah. The master when the black hand. Word word. And so you, along with them, uh, your sound is very heavily laced by soul. A lot of elements mm-hmm. of soul. So why do you think you're drawn to this sound so much? Memphis, man. I mean, stacks. I mean, soul is enriched in our culture. It's embedded in our culture. You know what I mean? Like, um, I can't explain it, man. It's just embedded in the bloodstream. You know what I mean? And it's a specific type of soul. I don't know if you catch on to that. Most of my soul flips are dark. Or I'll choose the dark. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Definitely. So I'll choose Gavin's most dark sound. Gavin and Seas of E, by the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll choose the most. I'll, I'll take the darkest sound. Like, he'll send me a whole pack of beats, and I'm like, yeah, I want the darkest ones out of it. You know what I'm saying? So Memphis is a dark place, man. I mean, for Christ's sake, we're named after the city of the dead in Egypt. You know what I mean? <laughs> Memphis. So, you know what I mean? Um, it's a beautiful and ugly place, and um, I like to find beats that resemble that, that can be beautiful but also ugly at the same time. So... Yeah, you know, um, so you can feel it in your soul. I, w- I want people to be able to feel it in their souls when they hear the music. Why not reach out? Why not dig into a soul crate? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To help deliver the message and get the point across. So, yeah, and I think I think it complements you well because it gives you that soul, gives you that warmth, but also, especially with your lyrics, you give that edge, that that real, that really just hits you on so many different levels. Like you yeah. can listen to it, really get into the lyrics, really understand what you're saying and go down that rabbit hole, or you can kind of like passively or just listen to it aesthetically. And it, it gives you like a different vibe almost, which, yeah. I, which I really like. Um, how did the creation of When the Black Hand differ from uh, Chicken Wire, your previous album? Well, Chicken Wire was recorded in my great grandfather's workshop. He passed years ago. It was uh, a filled with tools, sharp objects, you know what I mean? We were just, and then I was just coming back from, um, I was staying in LA for almost a year. Um, Didn't have any luck out there. Kind of was pissed off that I had to come back. So Gavin was over um, overseas. He was touring at the time, Cities of E. And um, we would get on the phone, you know what I mean? And he'll rap like, yo, why you come back or whatever. And um, started giving them little details about it. And I mean, he just said, and you're like, you know what? Fuck that shit. When I get back, we're going we gonna make a whole album. I mean, cool. So, you know what I mean? He came back, set up shop in the workshop. I mean, that Chicken Wire was more of a, I got a chip on my shoulder from LA type of album. You know what I mean? I was really trying to find myself again. You know what I mean? So I, w- I was kind of like letting loose on that album, which it, I mean, if you really listen, it does hit specific points but to to a person who's just like listening from another standpoint it might just sound like i'm just rhyming you know what i mean but mm. it really it really was a lot of detail and a lot of thought behind chicken wire and why i was saying the things i was saying mostly it was to release you know what i mean so um Ch- when the black can't touches you was kind of more formulated you know what i mean um i mean chicken wire had a formula but this one like i really my son was born so you know what I mean? Um he was born and I was just like, yo, I want to leave a blueprint. I gotta start leaving blue blueprints. So when the black hand touches you, kind of formed into like a blueprint, like something my son and my son and his future siblings, you know what I mean, and his grandchildren will be able to listen to and they'll be able to 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 heal the world's ills and how their father, their grandfather saw it. So it was kind of more touching when a black hand touches you was a very sentimental, you know what I mean, 
blueprint kind of album. That's the difference. And you mentioned your your son. How how did that impact you? Kind of like your worldview or how you like looked at things. Did it change you significantly anywhere? Or did it kind of just change your purpose in a way that you're like like you said you really want to lay that blueprint out for him? Well, I feel like when 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 a person has a child, it should change them automatically. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things you have to change about yourself in order for that child to succeed. You know what I mean? So um, there's still a, a few demons that I got to fight so my son can have a righteous path. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm continuing to change. You know what I mean? Um, becoming a stronger man, a better man, I'm starting to see things a lot clearer now that he's here because I'm setting up everything for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got to maneuver a little different because it's not just about me or about me and his mama. You know what I mean? Like, it's about him you know what i mean because um we got to break change man my culture we got to break change change i'm sorry you know what i mean we got to break the the pass down behaviors man so i'm, I'm kind of in the process of shaping my life so it can be better for him in the future so that's why i'm at with it Born minutes, Luca, the competition's finished. I'm super perfect with the flow, I never show a blemish. In the way I'm offing you suckers, I deserve a sentence. Your shit surrenders, son and niggas with no resemblance. What I love so much about this latest project is that it really felt like every song had a purpose, it had a direction, maybe even a concept. Uh, and a lot of when the black hand touches you reads to me like you're dropping knowledge, illustrating stories to teach people something. So what were some of those life lessons or messages that you were hoping to communicate throughout this album? That kind of, you know what I'm saying? When I peeped that question, that question was kind of hard to answer just because I want people to take a million things away from the project because there's a million things in it. You know what I mean? But if I had to choose something, it would be, you, you can make it out, you know what I mean? You can make it out and you can celebrate that. Regardless of all the ills you've been through, you know what I mean? You can make it out, you know what I mean? From from, from anything, it's possible. You know what I mean? The sky is not the limit. You can make it out, you can succeed, you can better yourself, you can gain knowledge yourself. You know what I mean? You can always become smarter. If you want to get out of the certain circumstances that you're in, it's possible, you know what I mean? My friends and I, we're living proof. People that aren't my friends, like associates, you know what I mean? There are people that I know living proof that it's possible. So that will be something that I want, like, not to single anybody out, but specifically, like, Black kids who will eventually, you know what I mean, gravitate towards my music. And when they hear it, those kids that are in those circumstances that, that are unfortunate, you know, you can hear this and you can get out. It's possible. Trust me. Regardless of what you got to do to do it, you can get out. It's all about this. You know what I mean? I want them to know that as well. So. Yeah, I think you I think you really got that message across in the music. I really felt that. Um, when, I, when I first came across the album, the first thing that jumped out to me was the title, uh, When the Black Hand Touches You. It's quite a it's quite a weighty title. It makes me think of so many things even before I even listen to it. So can you speak to what the meaning of that title actually is? Well, it was simple for me. It became deeper over time as I got into the album. Um, I just got inspired after my son touched me man, in, the, in the hospital. When the black hand touches you, this is what you get. When my son hand touches you, that just so happens to be a black hand, this is what you get. And that, you know what I'm saying, formed a project. Eventually, I started writing, getting, um, becoming deeper into the actual title. And I was just like, hmm. I'm taking things that I've learned from specific people in my family who touched me. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? This is what happens when you're supported or not supported. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I. It's hard for me to explain, but I know what it means. But like, I've, I've gotten, um, there's been a lot of people that, you know what I mean, who have shared what they think it means. You know what I mean? Some crazy shit too, but you like, but for me, man, it was about my son and about family. This is what happens when you get touched. You know what I mean? 
here's that art right here. That's kind of how I came at it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, on uh, on both of your last projects, obviously you produced and rapped on a lot of it. Uh, so I'm wondering how at all if it differs when you're rapping on a track that someone else produced or versus rapping on a track that you actually produce yourself. Does it like come out differently? Do you feel like you, you rap differently or the results are different when you're doing both? No, not really. I just, it, the beat drives the topic for me. Like, so um, take for instance, Maroon Floors. I'm, li I'm, I'm lyrical on it, but I'm not as lyrical as maybe like Daydreaming or Black Cayenne. You know what I mean? Mm. It, it's, it's not a different approach. It's just a different feeling I want to give off. You know what I mean? Like Maroon Floors is a celebratory track. We made it out, fam. You'll hear a lot of those from me. Why not celebrate it? You know what I mean? It's not really different, man. It's just, it's, it's not a different approach. Um, it's just a different, I guess I'll say delivery of how I'll bring it to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Word. Um, so one of the most impactful parts of your music is the subject matter. So, you know, you're not, you're not like 50 years old, you're still a young, young adult. So I wanted to understand, like, where did you develop this consciousness, this knowledge of self, like you said earlier, because that's the, was probably the most striking thing about the album. Once I really started to listen was just like, there's so many jewels being dropped, like nonstop track after track. So what life experiences influence you to to have this sort of worldview? Well, of course, you know, in the old neighborhood and outside of the neighborhood and different neighborhoods, you go through ills. You know what I mean? We're not going to speak too much on them, but you know what I mean? That, that shaped that also. But you have the negative, but you have the positive side, too. I had a strong foundation. Even though my mom's had us in that neighborhood, she created a beautiful home. You know what I mean? I, I some like, um, there'll be times that I'm in the house and now you feel like I'm in South Memphis. You know what I mean? So like, um, my great grandmother, man, she's an activist in the city. So, you know what I mean? She's huge on words. You know what I mean? And power and all of that. She endured a lot of that past shit that happened to our ancestors you know what I mean um so it just it it was always I'm not gonna say preached it was always talked about in my household the world's ills knowledge um self-awareness you know what I mean um power being positive you know what I mean doing on to others as you want done unto yourself you know what I mean it was just like I said about the soul earlier man it was just embedded you know what I mean? Regardless of any ignorance that I've done, I mean, I was, it's just, it's just there, bro. You know what I mean? Regardless mm -hmm. of what a person can do, you know what I mean? You go, you still got to go home. You know what I mean? You can do anything you want to do, you know what I'm saying? That your moms don't see that you're doing or your dad or whoever you're staying with, you know what I mean? They don't know what you're doing, but you still got to go home. And that's the foundation. You know what I mean? It's the place of peace. You know what I mean? It's the place where you are most vulnerable. You know what I mean? So, of course, you had the negative side. You know what I mean? But you also, I also had the foundation too. When Reagan brought it in, they gave brothers ambition. Niggas, they started praising the girl, it became religion. Our brothers had to do for a living was move pigeons. I see hustlers serve their mamas to further their own business. And on that topic, uh, you have this track virus along with uh, many other tracks on this album that really talk about like, the effects of things like the war on drugs and, and, and life in these communities that have been so, you know, deprived by the not having the proper resources. So could you try and shed some light on what you believe the, the system has done to these communities and, and how was it like growing up and how is it like growing up in these environments? Well, as a child, you really don't know. You know what I mean? Until you start tapping in or touching that water or like we like to say, jumping off the porch. You know what I mean? As I got older, I started looking back and recognizing that the system really put a lot of fear in the community. You know what I mean? Um, 
the fear of wanting better. People are scared to want better. Like it's something wrong, you know what I mean? To want better for yourselves or to better yourselves. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, take the drugs for, I mean, the, the drugs were pushed into the community for a reason. You know what I mean? And they just passed down generation after generation after generation. And now, instead of um, going after what's better, we become okay with little. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. You know what I'm saying? So the system, the system is fucked up, but what's even more fucked up is that yeah, they don't have, they, they don't give us, they don't provide the resources, but the resources are there. And a lot of us know that, but there's a fear of knowing. You know what I mean? We'd rather believe, you know what I'm saying? Instead of actually knowing why something is, or, you know what I mean? Why we're, it, the next project, man. Yeah, I mean, I touch on a lot of this. You know what I'm saying? It's already complete in the mix and master. Um, right now so um but yeah man fear they 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 brought a lot of fear or whatever the system is if it's not just people if it's just if it's a thing you know what i mean it's it bred fear you know what i mean and now we're passing it down to the youth so when there's fear we act out mm-hmm. you know what i mean because i mean in the neighborhood fear is almost like a uh it's a it's a bad thing but there's different type of fears, man. There's a fear like, oh my God, I gotta protect myself type of fear. But then there's a fear where you just sit back and don't give a fuck about nothing because that's basically what you were taught. You know what I mean? So fear would be fear. Yeah. Yeah. Fear would be the thing. Very well said. I hope that answer, I hope that answered your question. No, that that I really like the way you put that. I think that was really powerful. Um, on the topic of these structural problems, just a few days before recording this, a uh, very notable thing happened, obviously. Derek Chauvin, the cop who murdered George Floyd, found guilty on all charges. So how did that verdict make you feel? And do you think this really means anything? Like, do you think this is going to lead to any real change in the grand scheme of things, or is it an isolated incident? Nah, I mean... It's still going to happen, man. Um, I'm happy about it. It made me feel relief. And finally, you know what I mean? That was kind of the feeling. Finally, about time. You know what I mean? But I don't think it's going to be any real change because we're going to, we're going, we are going to have to be the ones to cause that change. You know what I mean? And we can't expect people to change. We have to change. We can't expect somebody else to change on our behalf, we have to change, man. You know what I mean? However they may look, you know what I mean? Um, they're gonna continue to do what they wanna do. They're gonna continue to get off. They're gonna continue to, uh, um, well, I get, put fear, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You know I mean, that's, that's, that's where the fear comes in. I mean, they have a mission. I just feel like we should, we as the people should start our mission, you know what I mean? They have a mission. All right, well, let's formulate our mission. You know what I mean? How are we gonna protect these kids? You know what I mean? How how? We need we need those questions asked. I'm I'm I mean, I don't even have the right question. I have a child. I'm still trying to find the answer. So I'm with my people, you know what I mean, with not knowing. I don't think it'll change, man. I mean, I think I, I want it to change, you know what I mean? Let's not get it twisted, but to be honest, I mean, it's been going on for years. Why stop now? Just because yeah. that, you know what I mean? It is what it is, man. We just got to keep moving and learning. Learning is the key, man. Learning from these incidents, learning from these situations, learning from the past, man. And just move differently. And I know I know people, I've had conversations where like, yo, we are trying to move different. There's a difference between trying and doing. I'm not taking away from anybody's efforts because I try a lot of, and a lot of shit too, instead of doing, but I realize there's a difference in between trying and doing, you know what I mean? We gotta do that shit, fuck trying, you know what I mean? We gotta stand 10 toes down in the pavement, you know what I mean? And we, we gotta make some shit happen because it's all about the next generation. 
I don't want my son to have to go through no shit like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's very frightening. That's their fear word. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So but go, yeah. That's why I'm at with it. Yeah, yeah, I feel very similarly. Like I'm I'm glad it happened, but like I see all these things on social media, people are having like parades. It's like we do have to understand this was the most blatant example with video with not only that a guy that has like a documented uh a documented uh history of brutality that's like in the tens of 20s instance documented even so i mean yeah he got it he got it convicted but that was all of that was needed to get that happening which is says something the parades are needed though you know what i mean yeah oh hell yeah you know what i mean we have to celebrate small wins it makes us want the bigger wins. You know what I mean? So parades are needed, just like mourning is needed. When it happened, the country yeah. mourned. You know what I mean? It took a fucking long time. You know what I mean? But in the sense, we won now. Celebrate that. After we celebrate, let's keep working. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how you keep your employees. I, I mean, this it's might be a fucked up way to put it, but in order to keep your employees happy, you have to do incentives like throw parties. You know what I'm saying? No, man, you're, this, yeah, is yeah, exactly, yeah. this is exactly what yeah. I was thinking. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because, yeah, I think I didn't phrase that properly because I actually was talking to, I don't know who, some random on Twitter or whatever, but I think it was kind of in like the context of like activism and things like that. Someone was saying something kind of along the lines of what I just said, which is like, why are we happy? Like, this doesn't mean anything. And another guy said like, it's done it's don't be foolish and think everything changed but to your point like sometimes you need the some some sense of hope finally give people something to power them through and it's it is like uh like that business context too like you don't you have to celebrate the small wins it's almost like a a staple in any good business you can't just celebrate once you hit a million dollars and shit like that you have to celebrate when you hit a hundred like exactly yeah facts and so what I really appreciate about your content, and we kind of touched on it a bit when we talked about Scarface and some of your influences, is that you really allow us to, to be in your shoes in this environment and see how it impacts you emotionally. And you touch on, you know, various forms of kind of trauma, paranoia, betrayal, uh, and, and some, and like you said, you'd say a million things. So sometimes it's all on one track. So how do you think that like your upbringing affected you and how were you able to persevere with not only your integrity, but your mental health intact? It goes back to their foundation, man. I mean, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of peers of mine, you know what I mean? A lot of associates, a lot of friends didn't have what I had when I went home. Some kids didn't have homes, you know what I mean? So, Anything that I went through that would be considered trauma, I always had to go home. Even though I might have had trauma inside the home, it's still home. You know what I mean? <clears throat> a lot of that home helped me a lot, man. I mean, you know what I mean? Like my mom's knew the area. She knew it was certain things, certain things she was not going to be able to keep me from. You know what I mean? Because of the neighborhood we were in. But I still got both sides of the spectrum. You know what I mean? I got the world's ills, but I got the world's knowledge too. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how I pushed through it, man. And I was determined. A person has to really want better for themselves. I mean, it goes back to what we were just talking about. I was I was super determined. Like, I'm like, yo, I'll step out here every now and then, you know what I mean, get into some dub shit, but I got to go home. You know what I mean? I got to make it home because I knew eventually I wanted a wife like I have right now. I knew eventually I wanted kids. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to come home and I'm going to do this. That's kind of how my attitude was. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, uh, what's the guy from Batman, Two-Face? <sighs> you know what I mean? The the, the fucked up side and the, you know what I mean? The, the good side, you know what I mean? That's kind of how I maneuver through life. I still maneuver like that. You know what I mean? Because I feel like once you have best of both worlds, you're unstoppable. Yeah. So that's kind of how I approach life. Like I said right now, I still te- I still go through it. Um, what's crazy is I'm trying to see 
how I'm going to give that both sides, that both side knowledge to my son because I don't want him to be in the old neighborhood. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's, it's kind of it's hard, but I was always told, yo, if you have book knowledge, you have some street knowledge, man, you, you're, unstoppable, you're an unstoppable force. You know what I mean? So foundation, man, and, and the want to want better and, and, and the, the, the determination is how I got through all my shit. And you, yeah, the way you said it, that's such an interesting point because obviously going through all of that gave you that knowledge and then as well as the book knowledge, like you said, and that's powerful. But like you said, like you, it's not something you want your son to have to go through. So how do you yeah. give him that knowledge without, you know, making him go through that shit? So that's that's exactly. like a, it's a million dollar question right there. That's, um, but see, I found out I could give it to him through music which goes back to saying I want to lay out a blueprint. Mm. Like, take the song, um, not Ghosts, um, Black Coffins. Yeah, shit. It's a crazy track. I, I, I was describing death. My son can listen to that and be like, yo, I don't want to go through that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to see that shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want the kids... To, to, to take from it. You know what I mean? If you can go back to the earlier question, like when you hear a song like Black Coffins, I'm, letting, I'm describing death and why it happened. And you know what I mean? Towards the end, I start giving small history lessons on why this may be. You know what I mean? I want them to look at that song or hear that song and look at that picture that I'm painting and being like, that's a little creepy. I might need to stay on this side. You know what I mean? So that's, that's where I'm at with it, man. Yeah, and I, think, and I think even from people who are privileged to not even have to have that kind of, like, I guess, decision exactly. point, it, it still gives them a lot of empathy, man. Like, exactly. this, you don't need to know anything and you listen to this album and you're like, Shh, like, 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 shit, I don't, I don't ever want to be in that position. I can sympathize with someone who has to kind of put in there because I find like so many times people speak about all this shit. And I'm like, D- you're acting like you do different. Like, you're acting like this is so easy. Like, I don't even... I don't even get it. Like, I think people just lack empathy in so many ways in today's society. And I think music like like what you make really, really allows people to kind of see both sides and, and, and connect, really. Some people weren't taught to like show empathy either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, everything is a passed down behavior, everything. You know what I mean? So. I used to feel like that, like, yo, people don't show empathy, people don't understand and all of that. But then as I got, as I'm getting older, I'm just like, I mean, these people genuinely don't fucking know. I mean, mm-hmm. they probably weren't taught to, like, give a fuck. When you hear the next album, I, I talk about a lot of that, man. You know what I mean? It's, I, I know, I know, I'm sure you're going to ask about it, but you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, I talk about a lot of that shit. Or, yeah, I, I I definitely will. You, you keep hinting at it. Um, I'm getting very excited. But before we get into that, I wanted to shift gears to just talk about the rap game in general. Peace to fly, ladies and gentlemen. Brothers with ghost lugs who sport scullies and timberlands. You made it out them situations. Here's your celebration. Toasting real ones, only the time's the destination. Seeing artists like you and, like, I feel like so many so many artists are just putting out such quality music these days so in my opinion i think hip-hop is thriving and but i want to get your thoughts like do you think music is currently you know really in a good spot or do you think it's uh it's on the decline like i know a lot of people do think i never thought hip-hop was on the decline i never thought hip-hop was dead no disrespect to the goat i just thought i mean shit moves on, shit gets bigger. Um, it's no longer just in New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of people, I judge, can't get with that. But my thing is, I think it's in a beautiful place. I mean, I love, I don't just listen to boom bap like people may think, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love Memphis rap. You know, I'm from fucking Memphis. I grew up on Three Six Mafia, Project Pat, Play a Fly, one of my favorite rappers. I think he's in a beautiful spot. I mean, you have both sides of the, you got, I'm gonna say you got four sides of the coin. 
well, not corn. You got four sides. You got <laughs> north, east, west, south. You know what I mean? You got everybody got a, everybody got something to say different. You know what I mean? So I think it's on the up and up, man. I think it's making a full circle because that boom bound, the boom bap, and that soul shit is starting to make its way back full yeah. force. You know what I mean? So I think it's beautiful. And, and what's dope is you can see something like Benny the Butcher and Lil Dirk. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those are two different worlds. You know what I mean? But it's it's beautiful to see them come together and, and, and try to do something special for the culture. You know what I mean? It's all about, you know what I'm saying, making sure the culture continues to thrive, man. You know what I mean? I never thought it was on the decline. I might not like a lot of the shit, but you know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't mean just because I dislike it or somebody else dislikes it that it's on the decline because there's some motherfuckers out there that love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's I feel it's about taste. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's about what you want to listen to, who you want to listen to. You know what I mean? I think at the end of the day, it's the consumer's decision. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's it's gonna uh, hip hop is gonna continue to be the biggest genre because it continues to grow. It continues to add different shit to it. A lot of the shit we may not agree with. Me personally, it's a lot of shit I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. But you know what I mean? It's, it's it's art, and I'm not gonna knock somebody's art. You know what I mean? It's art. Yo, that's your art. That's your truth. That's how you feel. I'm glad you got this shit out. I hope it. You know what I mean? Better. I hope it made you a better person, or a better a better father, a better business person, whatever you may be, or the rate the reason why you put out their art. I hope it helped you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I am with the hip hop game. Yeah, I think I think rap's like rap, like it's the most popular genre, so it's the new pop, and yeah. a lot of genres have gone through this kind of transition. Like rock music was the the it shit, except I think it kind of is. It is a lot of like rock fans, like I listen to a lot of rock too. Like they they think it's not in a good place right now, and I think a big reason is because it didn't really evolve. It it went through some crazy whacked out shit in the seventies, eighties when people were just doing a bunch of drugs, and you got some great music, and then after. It just kind of started to become the same and rap has refused right. to do that and that's like yeah. if you're gonna evolve you're gonna you're gonna thrive and you're gonna continue to work but that does mean i feel like the amount of trash is much higher but that's because the amount of music's higher and like who cares i don't need to listen to that shit. and there's a lot of it's things no that i don't think i like but i know other people like and i respect that you know exactly i just feel like hip-hop you know what i mean like you said is more pop now but that that's that would be something I don't like because it's no longer like sacred. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Hip hop was sacred at one point. I know when I heard it, I thought it was like, God damn, this is for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, you know what I'm saying? That's that if I could change something, I would allow people to keep all of your money in your change and and and, and, and your chains and all of the you know what I mean? Keep all of that shit. Keep the stages. You know what I mean? I would just like still make it sacred. You know what I mean? Like I feel like everybody can do it now. Mm -hmm. I don't like that shit. You know what I mean? Like Buster Rhymes said it. Like me and CZB, we we were tripping off tripping off these songs like like a day ago. Matter of fact, yesterday we Buster Rhymes said it on when disaster strikes. He was like. So you can be something. Quit trying to work so fucking hard towards nothing. This rhyme shit was never designed for every swollen muffin. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how I feel mm -hmm. when I hear certain certain you know rappers. You know what I mean? I just be like, why? You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I feel like I I wish the auditions were still going on instead of like, oh, he has the most followers. Let's put him on that's a money cow, you know what I mean? Like we can we can get dough out for that. Instead of like actually taking the time out to understand the MC and the skills and and why those skills were born and brought to you that way, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like that, that part of the hip hop shit is gone, you know what I mean? Like nobody cares about the actual skill anymore. It's about a buck, which is cool. I'm happy for any body who makes it out of their situations and can provide for their family and do better but i still want to hear skill that's just me yeah you know what i mean so yeah i think yeah. uh i think yeah like it's there's a ton of mcs right now and artists that just don't don't care about rap they just want to make money and then leave yeah. and that's the shit that sucks yeah. and that that is definitely like there's obviously negatives to the current rap game and the money part being like 
the root of almost all of it, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, that's why that's why I just hope like, and I think that's related to the journalism side too of it. And like the, the, like before I think there was other issues, like there was like gatekeepers and shit. Now everybody can make music and be discovered. That's potentially like all great, but that leads to a bunch of people that just get popular, like you said, just because they have a bunch of followers. And it's not about people mm-hmm. kind of getting vetted and being like, yo, like this guy has mad skill. He's got got a real message, got a real, real, like something, some it factors some creativity. And that's why I hope like music journalism too is a big, big reason because they are also a business and they're just starting to just do clickbait yeah. shit. And that's, that's right. just unfortunate. It's, 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 it's becoming about views more than the actual art. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I mean, and, and, and that goes to, it, it goes deeper than that, too. It's the people who control us, you know what I'm saying, the fucking rap game. You know what I mean, people want to, like, um, push drugs. I mean, like, the kids can't, kids can't, like, really touch. I mean, they can touch the drugs now, but it wasn't like it was in the epidemic, you know what I mean? Like, um, so why not push it through rap? Why not pop pills? Like, yo, we're going to pop pills. Why not? preach that shit through the rap, you know I mean? The kids are eating it up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When back in the day, you could have a Scarface or Ghetto Boys talking about, you know what I mean, they had sex with the course before I left, the, you know what I mean? And then you'll fuck around and turn around and hear common. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know I mean, it was more of a balance. I feel like there's yeah. no balance, you know what I mean? So it's it's a reason for that shit too, you know what I mean? But that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. Shit crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so who would you say is a dream producer that you would love to link up with and create create an album with? I just gotta pick one. Pick K okay, one to two, max two. Max All two. Right. Um shit. Rizza. Yeah. Only built for Cuban links, Jizza. I mean, only built for Cuban links, Liquid Swords, um, 36 Chambers, Rizza. Iron Man, Rizza. You know what I mean? That that Rizza. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would love to link up and be like, yo, Rizza, can we go visit that chamber again? You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, him and... I would have to say... Mike Dean and N.O. Joe. I mean, I know you said two, but those yeah. I, I, those cats used to produce together for the Ghetto Boys and shit mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Like, um, and 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 but then there's Alchemist. You know what I mean? But yeah, but I would go with N.O. Joe, Mike Dean, and uh, RZA. Yeah, Mike Dean. I think all those are great choices. Mike Dean, man, he's a genius. He just he can do literally anything, and he can play like every instrument, like. I always exactly. say he's like the the unsung hero of like the like the peak of Kanye because he he was yeah. always co-producing doing playing a lot of those instruments. I saw Kanye live and Mike Dean was just in the shadow like playing electric guitar doing the whole DJ set. It was fucking wild. Like that guy's amazing. He's all for the music. Uh, I really like him. Yeah. yeah. Um, ooh, okay, so for the most part, you know. You've been the sole voice on your albums, like very, very few features and things like that. So who would be a rapper that you would love to share the mic with on a future track? Right now or just like period? I say right now. Let's say right now. I mean, I wanna I wanna I wanna spar with the head niggas, like Kendrick, um, Conway, Freddie. I wanna I wanna bar with. And I genuinely like those 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 cats. Like I love their fucking music. They're like in my top five. But like whoever people consider the top five MCs, I, that's who I want to spar with. Because mm-hmm. I, I got a point to prove. You know what I mean? I can hang with them. I can beat them. You know what I mean? Yo, you so, you and Freddie, I feel like that would be a fucking great mix. Yeah, facts. So yeah, man. Whoever, um, like I got I got a GXFR feature on the next album. What? Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> yeah, okay, it okay. Com- it it comes it comes out May twenty first. Oh my I, god! I sent. Is that I the album or the the single? 
that's the single. I'll send um I'll send you a private listen and then me and you can chop up about it. Yeah, I I yeah. would be very privileged. Okay, before yeah. we get into that, my last thing <clears throat> is because I always feel like we gotta take any ch- chance to give anybody shine that maybe deserves it. So who's an artist that you really fuck with that maybe isn't like in the mainstream right now or isn't being as talked about as much, but you really think they should? Sunny Cats. Sunny Cats is fucking ill. I mean, he's in the he's in the process of reinventing his shit and putting it back out. Um you got the legends here, um, IMC. People like Jason the Hater and Milk. I'm gonna put you on those cats too. Yeah, yeah. Um, they kind of they kind of paved the way for like cats like me and Cities of V to like do sh- those type of underground show. It's a it's a a lot of people don't know. It's a fucking dead serious like underground scene in Memphis. Man. Like cats who are just like strictly like boom bap. You know what I mean? It's a real deal underground scene. I mean, I heard stories like. It was kind of niggas was fighting, snatching mics out of hands. It was like that. You know what I mean? It's a real deal underground scene. Um, let's see. Um, the homie St. Quartz, he's um he's on my album. You know what I mean? The little homie Blue Levies, he's a cat that, that I think people should tune in. He's he he's he's ill as hell, and he's gonna continue to get iller. Um um, these are these are a whole bunch of cats I could put you on. I mean, then I'm sure you if you fuck with it, you put it on your shit. Yeah, you know what definitely. I mean? Um there's a um there's a it's a lot of it's a lot of MCs in, in, in Memphis, too many to name. You know what I mean? So Cities of V, I'm glad you, you know what I'm saying, you tuned in to Cities of V, even though Cities of V is he been popping. Yeah, you know what I mean? Been. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm glad that you decided to take a look at him after tuning into my shit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'm trying to see. Shit, man. It's a lot of them, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm it's a lot of them. I'm really I'm really excited that there's some new artists to check out from that scene yeah. because that was the that it was cities that really like hit a light like turned a light bulb on for me. Cause I was like, I assumed if I hadn't heard him, he was maybe new. And I was like, he's been making music for so long. How yeah. did I not come across this? Because this shit's right up my alley. Like I like, I pretty much like every kind of hip hop and rap, but I definitely like some experimental shit, like some really weird shit. And Cities goes in so many places. He can like, it's hard to even explain. But that, yeah, 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 yeah. like, he's a genius, man. He's a genius, man. And that I think his yeah. latest album is. I think I'm probably gonna review it. I think it's his best that I've heard because I've been going crazy in his catalog over the past like few months. Um, the crashing sound of how it goes is my favorite project. I, I mean, I was I was around during the making of it. You know what I mean? Um, he would call, like I said, he would call me. I mean, I practically heard every verse on there acapella before it hit the beat. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, I, I knew when he was writing it. You know what I mean? I because like me and him, we would have talks, and I'd just be like, "Yo, yeah, bro." Man, sit down, bro, and actually pin that shit again. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know what I mean? We would have like conversations I ain't gonna go too deep into, but I was just like, bro, this is gonna be this the one, bro. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, I like, I was like, this shit classic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you and you actually saying some shit. You know what I mean? He's always saying some shit regardless, but I'm saying like, he kind of put it. In a, in a different way right now. He's actually, like, I told him, I'm like, bro, I don't even know where you are right now, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I tell him. I was I was like, bro, it's like, you took when the black hand touches you and just fucking, all right, like, Lucas started this. I'm going to take that and just, <laughs> you know what I mean? I tell him that yeah. they, because if you, I, me and him were talking about it, I was like, bro, if you listen to him, He's kind of like picking up from where I stopped. Yeah, you know what I mean, I can see that. You, you, you know what I'm saying. So like, it's and and then the project that I have now is kind of like taking both of those projects because he's featured on it. We actually have like a nine minute song that's the outro. Wow. Um, just straight, just 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 exchanging bars. You know what I mean? Um, it kind of like takes both of those albums and just put them together and just take it off 
and take it off more, you know what I mean? Take it up more, I mean, you know what I mean? So we got a lot of shit in the works, man, and it's it's it's, it's beautiful, man. And I'm, that album that he just dropped is a fucking classic. It's not just the Memphis classic, it's a classic. I wanted to go on record that that joint is one of the illest projects ever created. And I'm not just saying that because that's my homie, you know what I mean? Like, I love that fucking project. No, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Like you, you're featured on that track, and like I, the crazy thing for me about that album is the variety, but it it just all flows like fucking water, and I don't it shouldn't it shouldn't work. And I also think you're saying about his <laughs> lyrics is that I feel like this one was the like lyrically this one was really noticeably like just like on another level, like compared to yeah. what I previously heard from him. Like I really I really like what he did. Okay, so we've been talking about it a lot. So what do you have upcoming? I think you said the album's coming May 21st. Is that what you said? No, 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 no. The single the drops single. May 21st. Okay. We're looking at late summer for the actual release. Word, but word. Yeah, I got, um, I got, I mean, I really, I'm not big on features, like you said earlier, but I decided that like, yo, in order to tell this story a little bit more, I need to bring some more people on. So, um, because like I said, when we was talking about the elevation of the game and really it was, you know what I'm saying, on an incline or, you know what I mean? Like, I want to hear how a person going to flip it from their side. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I got that GXF, GXFR feature. Um, it's a dope-ass fucking feature. Um, I got a cat. I don't know. I, I'm sure you're familiar with him, but um, he he's done shit with GXFR. He's on there as well. So, you know what I mean? Um, then I got Sonny Cats shows up again. Um, of course, it is V. Um, I got the homie St. Quartz on there. Um, he's in Memphis MC. And um, it's a dope project, man. This project kind of like, um, I brought the kicks and snares back. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So um, shout out to the producer who produced the entire project. So um, a solo producer. Oh, yeah, so out of 100%, like, he produced 95%. The other 5% goes to the Australian homie SB11. You know what I mean? He put, like, three three, three um tracks on there, but majority mm. of everything else goes to the homie Walls. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, we even reached out to a um, an established um, master mix engineer to help bring it to life. You know what I mean? So they're working on Hollow. A lot of people don't know about Hollow, man. I'm gonna Yo, let man. you reach out to Hollow. I'm gonna let you reach out to Hollow yourself. Hollow, Hollow is more than meets the eye, man. He's really like the guy under the guy in Memphis that does the mixing and mastering for everybody. So you know what I mean? I ain't gonna put his business out. I'm not gonna put his business out there like that. And the other guy that we reached out to, um, he's actually real close to Gotti, who's gonna be, you know what I mean? Mm mastering and mastering the project and shit so all of that should have come when the album drops i'll start dropping his name and all of that you know what i mean but like um it's um it's 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 my best project yet yeah that's how I feel. it sounds like it's gonna be a like is it like a change of pace like is it a little different because the sound you're the way you're describing the sound does seem like it'll be pretty different oh yeah it's um it's it's polished but not too polished um I, I, I mean, the essence of me is still there for sure. It's just not. I took, say for instance, you took those loops and you added snares and kicks, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you and you add a different storyline to it because this album, I'm, I'm really like more introspective on this album. Um, I tell certain stories I've never told on albums. Um, the album is really. If I could sum it up, how I would put it to you is it's an angry album for sure. Mm. It's an angry album. But it's almost like this is this is the anger. This happened to me. This happened to me. This is why I'm so angry. But during this anger, I still know this is the I still talk about, yo, I know why I'm angry. How do I get out of this? You know what I mean? It's kind of more uh, the album is more about me when when the black hand touches you was more kind of just leaving a blueprint talking about certain situations for my son you know what i mean so this album is really a reflection of me 
Mm. Um, you know what I mean? I'll tell you the title uh, when we get off yeah. and it'll kind of put it in perspective for you. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, it's, it's the dopest shit I've ever done. Yeah. I feel like. So that sounds like it's uh, very therapeutic as if it were based on how you're describing it for you. Yeah. So that's, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. Okay. That I think I'll, I'll wrap it here. This has been such a great conversation, man. Like I'm, I'm happy that you as a person, like it seems very authentic to what I heard on, on wax. So thank you for, for, for stopping by and just, yeah, I really think anybody got to check. Everybody's got to check out your music. It's gonna, it's gonna fucking wow you. I will say that. Thank you, family. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Yeah, man. Um, anytime, bro. I'll come back anytime. And I'll fuck with what you're doing, bro. You're dope at it. I told you in, in, you know what I mean, in the DM, I was like, yo, you ill at what you do, man. No, and I appreciate, that, I, pre- I, I don't think I told you, but I appreciate your review on the album. You know what I mean? On the When the Black Hand Touches You. You know what I mean? I, 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 I take what everybody say and I try to see it from their standpoint. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People who review the album, you know what I mean? So I appreciate you because I did look at some shit differently because of what you said. You know what I mean? So um, thank you for reviewing the project and thank you for having me on here, God, for real. All right, man. That, that, that's thing. Thank you. Uh, that, that really, <laughs> that feedback really keeps me going. Like, thank you so much for saying that. Yeah, no doubt, brother. Word. All right, man. Take care. Great talking All to right, you. Talk soon. All right, peace. Peace. Uh-huh. I grew up amongst some hood legends That's why I learned some life lessons Like rolling up a blunt of the gas can kill the stressin' But them same brothers that was trying to lead me in the right direction Was the brothers selling crack to the desperate Robin reference So this concludes today's episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC-TV I hope this episode gave you some fresh new perspectives on the latest rap releases as well as a recommendation for the next great rap record to add to your collection. If you're an artist looking to level up your career, getting more gigs, album sales, merch sales, whatever it may be, I would love to help you with that by providing you artist development and writing services. So if you're interested, contact me via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or hit me up via Twitter or Instagram at Rovview, R-O-H-V-I-E-W. I would be honored to lend my expertise and help you grow your career as an artist. And also for regular rap fans that just want to hear more quality commentary on the genre, follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, follow the Rap Music Plug podcast on Facebook to help the show grow and ensure that everyone's listening to the best rap music at all times. Follow the show on the podcast platform of your choice. Make sure you leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts so that the show can be spotlighted by that wonderful algorithm and be exposed to more people. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.